Hello. Are you wearing a bonnet? You see a bonnet. I see the helmet of salvation. You see an army green shirt. I see the breastplate of righteousness. Helmet of salvation, sissy. Get it right. Hi. Guys, I'm a daughter. Men will do the most, I tell you. Who's going to put my lap on TV? Go here, bonnet. It's a good to one side. Listen, anyway, we'll 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 get to that. We'll get to that. And of course, some men, some men, one hundred percent. There are some angels out there. How you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm good. All right, one. No, no, no. You sharp. You sharp. You sharp. You sharp. How's your week been? It's been fine. We've sprung forward. So mm. in the UK, our clocks have gone an hour forward and I am feeling it. I'm doing. Like, I feel Are you taking more time? Mm. Yeah. I'm like, I want my hour back. I know. As I, I keep thinking, what do you, you know, I look at the time, like it's seven. I'm like, not really. Yeah. And I'm yeah, yeah. like that for some time. But it's nice that the weather is changing as well. You know, yeah. get a little bit of vitamin D. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes yes, 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 yes. But no, 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 it's all good. It's all good. I am looking forward to the sun. I'm looking forward to things opening up, hairdressers, um, you know, nail shops, gyms. Like, I am so looking forward to that. Like, it has been so long since December. Sigh. Yeah. But here we are. We wait. We march forward exactly 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 okay 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 so um before we go on just um so first of all just shout out to our patreon guys um by the way there is an episode that is out so you should check your inbox um episode two where Goli kind of opened up a little bit um but do you want to like give them a flavor a little bit I literally, that was a whole lot of opening up. Okay. Like, yeah. Honestly, it was, um, yeah. So anyway, at our last episode, I did not just open up a, li- a little bit, as Natasha is saying. I, I proper opened up and shared um, my, um, my story and my journey, I guess, being a teenage mom um, and how navigating the world not, not navigating the world because i wasn't really navigating the world but navigating my life i suppose after leaving school and everything and having my child and then going back to school and being a mom and stuff so we talked i talked a little bit about that but it is exclusive to our patreon family so and shout out to everybody who sent out comments and uh reached out it was really nice um really touching that you guys thought it was touching um, and for me, it's just, it's just a part of me. And I'm, I think what I said to some, someone, I was like, oh, you know, I'm just learning to be comfortable with that side of me as well. So I need to be comfortable with hearing it and sharing it. So, yeah. So sign up to our Patreon people. It's going, it's not, it's not always going to be stories like that. We want to, it's going to be interesting. We've got a whole load of stuff planned. So, yeah. Yeah yeah no th- th- thank you thank you so much Golly. and um also last week our episode was a salute to our mothers um yes. so that's the one that's you know 
everyone um, can 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 listen to. If you haven't listened to, um, if you have not listened to it yet, please do. It was just a little yeah. We walked down sort of like memory lane, reflecting on on our moms um, and stuff. And thank you so much for the comments. Um, I will just read out like some uh, and thank you for the people that messaged us as well um so on instagram i will read out the comment um this is a message that came through someone was like ladies listening to your podcast this morning and thinking of my mom who passed on two years ago thank you for such insightful and heartwarming conversation about mothers my daughter is 20 and my mom also came through for me just like with this um, and then she went on to tell us like what her mom's name was um, and it was like Nyabonga ladies, thank you, love and light. Um, thank you, thank you so much. I yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I won't say who it is in case they don't yeah. say. Um, um, on Twitter there was um, a comment from at Wengosi who when you talked about how you feel um, you haven't achieved anything. She was like, I can totally relate to that. I totally relate to what Nat is saying about not feeling like you've achieved stuff in life. It can stem from seeing your peers at cert- at a certain place in their lives. But, pers- but honestly, it is personal. When you have goals and dreams that you have had for a while and they haven't come to fruition, it can leave you feeling like you have failed or you are behind in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the Nessa Fix... Uh, Vanessa's like uh, not y'all making me cry with this mother's episode I know it's not the same but you know we can share mine we love you oh. <laughs> like thank you thank you thank you so much is more hours than than, than yours really. but yeah <laughs> and shout out to at Sanendini who was like hey I'm also a Patreon can't wait for exclusive Mukosi like yes shout out to you mm-hmm. um Sane, and thank you for being uh joining our patreon family um and then there was one from uh at mr underscore Ngubeni who was like who is cutting onions at early nc uh, and also at cray cuckoo um she said the last part of uh girl disguise was just touching it's true how we forget how we forget that our parents once had lives before us Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also just shout out to um at Teteba Ian Ian. I hope I'm saying it right. She was like, Thank you. Where have you been all my life? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also um in the previous episode, she was like, um, she was commenting on the pod swap that we did. She was like, Golly is is a vibe, definitely starting to listen to Galen's guys podcast, episode five out of seventy-two. So it was somebody oh. who went um yeah and actually <laughs> as we are talking i literally just got a message come through like oh. i literally just got a, i will say it um uh, i won't say who i don't know I'll, they, they just text me she was like um he was like listened to to the salute salute to mother's podcast you guys that was incredible the segue from your own personal ambitions perspectives on motherhood to then getting into the memories of your moms and what they were all about a profound episode Tayol Kubeg with the stellar work (laughs) thank you so much uh to our fave I don't know I I don't know if he likes it when we talk about him or not you know know who it is um and that's Janice 
sorry, Janice, uh, also sent a message saying, um, this is going to be the best pod ever. Um, I'm really sorry I didn't know your mom. Your mom's passed so young, definitely an angel. Where would we be without our mothers? And she's like, thank you for sharing. So thank you for listening, Janice. And also thank you to Noble as well. People who always listen and send little messages like, you know, it's really, it's really nice. And thank you to our fave for, 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 for sharing that oh. comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but no, no, no. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So, um, okay, so I just wanted to touch on um, just a little bit on the politics front. Um, and I just noticed that every time we're like the politics segment, um, but I realized that we've got some newer listeners. So just to clarify, like with the politics segment, <clears throat> it's just highlighting, you know, things that, um generally we think are interesting but really mainly from an african perspective right so yeah. most of our focus will be talking about african politics actually it's african politics but if there's anything interesting that is happening in the west um you know we will highlight but it's because you know with african politics um i feel like there's definitely um yeah i mean if, if you are not in Africa, sometimes you don't get the news. And sometimes even if you are in Africa, you may not know what is happening in neighboring countries just because of the way the media is set up. So just wanted to clarify that. <clears throat> okay, so on the African politics side, just wanted to highlight, so there's been um, insurgency attacks happening in Mozambique. Mm. Um, I don't know if you have um, come across yeah. that. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's something that is sort of, uh, developing and ongoing, but there are worrying reports about what's happening in Mozambique. Um, apparently, uh, there are militants, um, according to the BBC, they say Islamist militants, um, have ambushed, a, a, a convoy that was trying to rescue civilians from a hotel amid fighting in the northern part of Mozambique. Mm. Um, so far, there's been a South African man that has been confirmed as dead. And apparently hundreds of people, approximately 200 people, have um, fled the fighting, which began on Wednesday in the town of Palma. Um, and evacuees include um, a lot of um, NGO workers, foreign gas workers, um, yeah, and the also the French energy company Total said that it was forced to suspend operations at a huge gas project nearby. Um, and so it is. So Human Rights Watch say that um, witnesses described seeing bodies on the streets, residents fleeing after the fighters fired indiscriminately at people and buildings. Um, apparently, the northern part of Mozambique has been torn apart by insurgencies since 2017. Um, and they're saying that the militants are linked to the Islamic State group um, and are behind the conflict in the predominantly Muslim region of Cabo Delgado. Um, and yeah, like I, it's, it, it's just something that personally, I probably just need to like look into a little bit more because um, Mozambique is a neighboring country of, you know, where we're from, which is Zimbabwe. Um, and I guess also in Mozambique not being an English speaking country, sometimes it feels like 
we'd, we're not as close to it even though we're geographically close to it yeah so that's the mozambique piece um also then moving on to tanzania so in a previous episode we actually talked about um president maku fuli um who hadn't been seen in public for a number of days and unfortunately it was confirmed <clears throat> that he passed away so he was um he 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 he, he was buried last week um and actually it's it's been interesting for me sort of like just trying to get a better picture of the feeling of what people feel so obviously we most of us have got to know the president of Tanzania because he was a covid skeptic and his approach to covid was different right i mean this this man started a like a 72 hour um prayer and fasting um to kind of remove the spirit of covid he was like convinced that um if you had the blood of jesus coursing through your very veins you wouldn't get covid mhm mhm and um there were barely any there was barely any lockdown in in tanzania at all um so the thing is his death so i think sort of seeing that he was such a covid skeptic and then his unfortunate passing although i think the official reports from tanzania have not say that it was due to covid there reports that it was right yeah. um but i think it so i was sort of like seeing like when he passed away like people have been um there's been an outpouring of uh you know condolence messages and there are some people in Tanzania who feel really strongly about his passing he's viewed as a pan africanist he never um traveled outside of africa apparently like to 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 get any medical help um he was seen as a trailblazer blazer the people who have been uh anti who who have felt that some of the lockdown measures across the globe have um infringed on freedoms have sort of seen him as a hero and if you really go down the rabbit hole hole of conspiracy theories there are wild conspiracy theories about what actually happened and what what led to his demise so it's not a a simple sort of like black and white picture of like okay there was this man and then look at him then he died so it's um yeah it I'll, i personally be interested if there's anyone who actually lives in Tanzania uh or is Tanzanian like please hit us up like i'm personally interested in sort of like hearing the narrative cuz i don't know it kind of reminds me of like a Robert Mugabe way maybe people outside of the country feel one way versus mm-hmm. those that are there but mm-hmm. i thought that was sort of just interesting to highlight and then we know that the 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 person who's taken over the vice president um Samia Suhulu Hassan doctor do, doctor uh, uh, my apologies mm-hmm. my apologies dr samia suluhu hassan um has taken over she is the first woman president um in east africa so that is a big deal so we'll we'll see you know what that means in terms of uh yeah 
the direction of travel for Tanzania. And then I just wanted to, to, to just lastly, lastly, this is now like a few weeks old, really. Um, but so, um, so now going to Zimbabwe, right? Mm-hmm. So a few weeks ago, there was an art, I think this started from, um, there's an article that was published by Alex Magaisa on um basically sort of like trying to paint the picture of what different people's experiences in in Zimbabwe and like how although they may oppose the government of the day like mm-hmm. some people for example have Kukurahundi that hasn't been addressed and all that stuff right so something sort of like which I thought was noteworthy sort of happened and um I just kind of want to paint a picture with this so um so Siposami Malunga who happens to be Sydney Malunga's son um I thought that was the way to sort of because many people know Sydney Malunga but Siposami is also like um he's he's an activist he's um I, I believe like a lawyer and does stuff around Southern Africa so he quote tweeted that and was like anyone claiming to support any struggle in Zimbabwe and beyond must read this. For example, some of us have been dealing with this reality for years. We experienced ZANU-PF violence in the 80s, whilst the rest of Zim only saw it in the 2000s. It was genocidal in our case. Understand this, right? I mean, I, I, I looked at that and I was like, yeah, like <laughs> we've been saying this for mm-hmm. a very long time, right? And then um, there was a response from Hopewell Chinono, the journalist, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. And then he co-tweeted and said, I disagree with you at Sipomalunga on your assertion that the rest of the country only experienced unappear violence post 2000, exclamation mark. That assertion whitewashes the people killed during and after the war by ZANU-PF. Families lived in fear in townships across the country post-independence. And then this led to like a back and forth between the two and wider discussion. So the reason I wanted to sort of mention that was so for me, this this comes to the heart of some of my frustration with Zimbabwe, right? So, you know, we know Hopewell, he's been quite outspoken about the corruption. He was in jail. He was treated so unfairly. We did the whole free Hopewell, hashtag Zimbabwean lives matter, which, which is fine and, you know, needed to be done. But I thought this was so uncalled for because mm. essentially so because what what Siposamalomo was saying was okay yeah read this article like maybe this will get this will help you get a better understanding of where some people are coming from because there's been a whole so in Zimbabwe there is the Mtwagazi Republic Party which is calling for you know um cessation what is it called how do you pronounce it like when, like they want to, they want a separate state, calling for a, se- a separate state, right? Um, 
and actually you know you need to understand why people feel a certain way right Mm -hmm. exactly and then for hopewell to come and like and given the voice that hopewell has right the following that he has to choose to come and to you know when we're highlighting this this issue and to choose to diminish it by saying no not this and come and all lives matter this situation i thought was completely uncalled for right because it diminishes what we are saying of course we know that um you know of course you know his tweet was absolute because it's twitter you have 280 characters you're not gonna say oh we know um the majority of zimbabweans but however these people did it but you know you got the spirit of what was being said that actually for a lot of people um leaving zimbabwe was not new a lot of people from matebele land a lot of people from those parts left in the 80s left in the 90s there was mass exodus at that time these are the issues that people have been grappling with to the point where people are now like you know what we want to be our own separate state and it's a small voice of people in any case right um but then for hopeful to use his voice right which i feel like is a big voice to come and totally diminish this just talks to the to the to the heart of what we're dealing with because people will be like okay we're talking about zanu pf must go we need a new government are these the people that you want to replace them with so now i understand why when i was growing up right you would literally hear um people right our grandparents or whatever just saying you know what these are harare issues leave harare um people in harare to deal with it right and 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 honestly i just thought okay this is like ridiculous because what what is this if you cannot understand such a simple concept right of just appreciating just one thing every time we talk about the genocidal effect every time we talk about the issues that are happening in that region every time we talk about why there's ill feeling when you're going to go to a village where there's a particular language that is spoken Debele, and you have teachers that cannot relate to the pupils and to the local people in that language why that's an issue every time we try to highlight that you guys diminish it why why my my language like why the heck should we ever even coalesce with you guys and be strong voices with you guys in this issue so for me it just really like i've seen it i, I want to talk about it on the podcast because because i'm tired of social media because i think we've just been saying the same things i think people just don't want to understand and for me it's just like okay so does it mean that as people who are not the majority you know people in zimbabwe right who i don't identify like where is home like is do like is our home in digital places so for me i really took issue with that whole conversation because then you know hopeless people were like yes this you know you guys want to deviate and then like people act like they don't understand why people what would want to call for a separate state not that we agree with it but you have to understand there's going to be levels of feeling right there are going to be some people that are you know okay and then there's some people that are like you know we want the extreme and actually 
unpopular opinion you do need a touch of that right in in a state because you need people to kind of look at the united kingdom scotland is like there is a threat of scotland leaving the union all the time and what what does that mean scotland amongst all the the other devolved nations probably gets more even in terms of budget more than like um northern ireland more than wales per capita because there is always that threat of them leaving so if you are a political government if, if you're a political outfit and a government and you cannot navigate a small group of people threatening um you know i cannot pronounce this word and it's making it's making me lose my flow <laughs> cessation right if you cannot navigate that then you're useless like that is just politics like everywhere we talked about it, even in spain we know that the the people from um catalina island like they want they want to be their own state and the government has to deal with it so it just i'm just foreseeing a situation where a lot of people will just divest from them like just please please just at me when things in Zim are better, because all of you are just, um, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> not not all, some, some. And I think you have to appreciate it. I think, oh, Hopel, we were busy here, um, Chaing Wung and everything, saying free Hopel, free Hopel. And then literally two days after he's been released, he just started going like sharp left on Twitter. So I think he's, Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I don't know that much about him, to be honest, as I know he's, 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 I know he's got a voice. I know that he's somebody who could um, have an impact with the work that he does. But I also don't know about his views and his thoughts on certain issues. Like I've seen his, the way he feels, I don't know, is it about the, our, quote unquote, the young generation in that, if, I don't know if he feels that we're a bit lost or what it is. I don't know. I just seen so much of so many of his tweets on social media and you don't know, is, is this just for clout or is it just for, um, you know, for, for attention or whatever, whatever it is, but he does just, he's, he's, he's got a lot of unpopular opinions. And yes, yet we know Utena, he's one of those few who are living quite lavishly. We've seen his house, we've all seen his house. His garden. Um, but yeah, anyway. Sorry that they upset you, sis. Hmm? What happened? Okay, and one last thing. It's just to say, listen, Hopewell is just a person like everyone, right? Um, mm-hmm. but I think I just wanted to sort of it, it's not just about Hopewell, it's about the people that were kind of echoing that. I think it was unhelpful for Hopewell to say that because it emboldened people and it's it it it's i think it took the conversation in that way but I, I i just think sometimes you don't need to talk about everything sometimes you can sit things out you know sometimes you can listen like you don't always have like you you can just sit it out but then you're dealing with people that are just really because silencing someone is violence Absolutely, yeah. Like you are vi- like that is violence. So that's my issue. On Clubhouse, what did they say? This is Natasha speaking, and I, I made my points. Thank you. <laughs> what 
do they start doing that on Clubhouse? Like, I was like, the other day, I was like, this is a room. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't know this was the memo. I, lo- I, I didn't get the memo. I was actually going to ask that. I was actually going to say, like, what is happening on Clubhouse? I haven't been on Clubhouse in forever. Like, what's going on there? I just found it, I found it to a point, I, I really enjoyed Clubhouse before... I really enjoyed Clubhouse. And then I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know what happened, guys. Clubhouse was I felt a safe space. I felt like, oh my goodness, it was nice. Um I and then I'm going, what's happening now? Like what 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 do people what are the clubhouses, you know? Is there still a, a huge presence of of people from <laughs> it's the classism for me <laughs> and i was just like no i it was just like a sharp lift again i was like Mm-mm. no so, listen i i think and, and actually this is how um celebrities felt when we joined clubhouse right because remember when we joined like November, December, like literally like celebrities would be in rooms, like yeah. a common would be, like you would get into a room and it's like, yeah. hey, what? But they, they've stopped being on there now that we're there. So it's the same, it's the same effect, right? Because it, it kind of stops feeling a little, it stops feeling exclusive. But actually Clubhouse is what you make it, it's who you follow. Listen, I'm always on there. I mean, I'm mostly like in property rooms. Cause I'm like, yo, in decades from now, I want to be a property more uh, investor, whatever. So I'm always in like those type of rooms, and I find them helpful. And sometimes you you just you just know like, I I do find some of the, the like some of our discussions are, it's just this, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> someone said on Twitter, someone was like. Someone was like on Zoom Twitter, people talk about private schools. Then next they'll talk about Lobola. Then next they'll talk about, um, I forget what else. Then we're back to Christmas. Then we start the cycle all over again. Yeah. Oh, I love my people. I, I really do. Um, but I did, I remember I even went into one clubhouse and they were talking about, I mean, and, and again, <laughs> it's just that whole generation gap and you don't know who you're talking to up until you're they they, they say but i came here like when i was um like 18 two years ago kind of thing um i was in one in one room and they were talking about but why is it that zimbabweans are not united um and they were talking about i remember one girl was saying about how her mom doesn't like anything to do with Zimbabwe. She turns the TV off. Very the more this Zimbabwe on TV, she'll change the channel. And I realized that you know what? <laughs> I mean, this room is just full of people my daughter's age. And when they talk about the mothers, this is me. They're talking about me. And I was like, I know. Of course, I don't turn off the TV. I love, I love them. So I was like, oh, you know, it is time. It is time for me just to. So yeah, I've, I've given it a bit of a break. But you know, you're right. It's definitely about who you follow. Um, and I will, I will eventually be back, I suppose. But okay, so enough about Clubhouse and all that jazz. There has been a lot that's been happening in the cheating world or in the scandalous world of some men. 
one being uh, Derek Jackson. Like uh, he's a self-proclaimed relationship expert. He's um, it really bases his the advice that he gives on um, the Word of God. He has been married. He's been married for the past four years, I think. I was reading somewhere. I think they've got kids as well. But anyway, this guy, he's wrote books. He has literally been teaching women about how to love, put yourself first, love yourself. Um, and all this stuff to kind of preserve and how to be in relationships, how to preserve your relationships and all this stuff. And yet, and yet... For the past year, he has been, um, and he came out himself and said that, you know what, I have been with women, you know, multiple women. Um, one woman has actually come out recently and said that she's pregnant or was pregnant with his child, with his baby. Um, they all claim like they, that they didn't have any idea that he was married or, or whatever it is. So it just made me think, I was like, ha, ah, you know, who do you then get, um, I mean, first of all, I, I, I think we acknowledge that he is a man, but it's that whole portrayal of, you know what, um, this is what to do in order to prevent um, um, uh, getting to a relationship with a man who's going to cheat on you, or this is what to do. So there's, he's got a lot of followers, you know, there's a lot of people who listen to him, who listen and take his advice to heart and there's probably some woman out there who's literally done everything that she can do to either get into a relationship or to preserve her relationship and yet you know complete opposite of what he has been saying for the past year this man has been cheating you know it almost feels like cheating is like like will we ever get tired of will we not get tired of talking about cheating I don't think we'll get tired of talking about cheating because there is always going to be somebody who's cheating out there but when somebody of this kind of um I, I just feel like it's just such betrayal he's like such a a man who has been like oh you know what he wrote a book on the a, che a cheating man's heart I haven't read it but I saw that he there was a I don't know what it's about or if it's or maybe he's just talking about how to cheat I don't know I don't know but I just feel like, you know, he then takes his poor wife, drags her onto the screen. He's literally gripping that woman's hand, like, you know, it's the last thing to, it's the, it's the, it's the gateway to heaven. And she is on there. And I feel like uh, Denea, I think that's how you say her name, has also come under such scrutiny because of how she presents herself. And people, some women also have also come out and said, you know what, how can you explain? How can you not expect your man to cheat on you with the way that you are? And I always feel that this is what happens. You know, you have a man who cheats. He'll do all crazy sorts of things. I thought he was gay for a moment in time. I was like, I was waiting for some allegations to come out. You, you know, he's done such damage, you know, not only to his wife, but to all the people that who, who, who listen to him. He's done all this, but always the focus then shifts to the woman. I feel like that is just so crazy. Because now they're like, oh, but if she dressed better, if she lost weight, if she looked a certain way, if she spoke a certain way, then he wouldn't have cheated. Why can we not just focus on the cheating bastard? Like, why can't we do that? Why can't we just focus on him and everything that he has done? Why can't we just look at 
his behaviors? Why can't we just look at the way that he has gone against the things that he has spoken about? And, you know, I am not, um, again, you know, it's the whole, um, he's a man, you know, whether he's a man of God or not. We have known many pastors, many people who have come out and fallen short of the glory of God, you know, that is not my issue. My issue is how we then always go to the woman. Why do we do that? Like, why do we always kind of focus on the woman? This is what she should have done. So that's number one. And then number two is also on the woman. Could you how, like, I think there has been a lot of scrutiny in her mental health as well, because people are like, some people are like, you know, she's not, she's not right. To come out on on uh, a theme, it you know, it's like what has gone through. Has she been given that time to be like, you know, did she want to do that? I think there's all these questions. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts. Like, you know, what do you think about the whole cheaters or cheating scandals that um, some men put some women through? And also, like, why is it that whole narrative of, you know? why do we find that you know for men when men when women cheat men literally burn the freaking house down like they will leave you know after doing all sorts of things but with women it's almost kind of not i don't know i think it it, it didn't surprise me that she stayed if that makes sense mm-hmm. and what do you yeah yeah um so I guess before we kind of like pivot away from Derek Jackson and whatever, I just wanted to play a little clip of, this is the clip of him and his wife, the, the hostage clip where he's like holding her for dear, holding her hand for dear life and kind of coming, you know, c- coming forward and, and saying that, yeah. That she's the gateway to salvation. That's how, how hard he was gripping that hand. Exactly. Let me play. Let me see. If, let me see if we can hear. Hold on. Um, one that was preceded by a marriage that I completely failed. And I would say it just started around August, maybe September of last year. But, you know, a lot has been said already about what was the cause and all that other stuff. Some of it is true. Some of it is completely false. But the truth is, and I'm saying it here now, is that Derek Jackson was involved with other women outside the marriage. And by involved, I want to be clear, I'm not talking about just casually kicking it, maybe a lunch or something like that. I'm talking about as serious as sex. Um, to sexual flirtation and, and meeting up and that kind of thing. And some things that otherwise may be considered okay by some in terms of like just chatting or, or checking on people or being checked on by people that I've had a previous encounter with. Uh, but without my wife's knowledge of it and with us having a sexual history, all of it falls under the umbrella of inappropriate cheating affairs. So this, this Derek Jackson thing, right? <clears throat> First of all, I did not know this man like I, I i i maybe i've seen his videos and stuff but i was not familiar with 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 him right and i think the issue here for me um so i'll talk about the Derek jackson and then like just generally i think with the Derek jackson thing it's more about the hypocrisy because he and there's a number of things at play which is why the story became big <laughs> and actually i must say like me and my young brother like this derrick jackson story like for 
a proper three days straight we were like going back and forth like sending each other links and everything because he had a view of it and like okay. it, it was just fascinating right mm. so the thing is right so how i understand it Derek jackson relationship expert and he was like you know the, the type of guy who tells women like you know what these are the standards that you need to set this is what happens i think actually apparently he was like if 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 a man cheats on you or if if he or if you discover that he's cheated uh, or or he confesses this is not his first time you know like those kind of those kind of things and obviously like you know very much know your worth like he was a very like know your worth champion type thing a lot of the stuff that i think is 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 sound to an extent or you know like we eat up but here's the the the, the issue right this guy is young i don't even know how old he is right he's definitely not more than 40. yeah and apparently they've only been married for four years yeah right so first of all you know i think there is just and i and i think we've always we've said this before like you can never be absolute in your speaking right mm -hmm. so i think with him it's it was like again i don't know this guy right i i 31 31 sorry what is a 31 year old doing giving life really? advice yeah like you you've hardly had life and it's not to say a 31 year old cannot be have wisdom right but i think there's just a way that you approach things but again this is his business mm. talking giving relationship advice so mm. that's what he was doing like just talking giving relationship mm. what kind of makes this a little bit well is because men and again i'm generalizing like hated hate guys like derrick jackson right well, thank you. that's why when this came out you saw people like little duval you saw people like like guys that i know were like yes like because because they hate a derrick jackson because they're like oh you're <sighs> And, and again it's 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 a what way because because they're basically like you're not being realistic to women right mm -hmm. you're telling people know your worth da, 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 da. and then you have the Ke kevin samuels have you heard of this kevin samuels guy i have heard of kevin samuels yes. who has so kevin samuels is on the other end of Derek jackson on the other spectrum kevin samuel is rude right he's rude he's he's rude he 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 his whole thing is about i feel like bringing bringing <laughs> women down in a way and it's not just women there's men who go on there and he i don't know it's like the moment you give these people like a, a pedestal or an elevation to kind of talk about things, a platform, and they feel that they're better than you, this is what they do. And this is what Kevin Samuel does. There's, I've listened to him addressing men and like literally stripping a man of his dignity. And he does that with women as well. So yeah, sorry, continue. No, no, no. 
but but then someone will say to you you know what kevin is better because he's being real right no 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 because what kevin samuel does right is he will say he will say you know you call in he's like and and this whole thing about a high value man you know people who want men earning six figures right so he'll be like how old are you Mm. how much do you weigh how many kids do you have Mm. okay so you're telling me that you with a xyz you're saying you want a high value man yet Mm. abc right and the thing is, it's, it's so there's, there's a cop, there's a friend of mine. Um, he made a comment on Facebook, which I thought was like just just saying it all, saying that Kevin and Derek are the exact same person. So this is my yeah. friend, Ryan Jacobs. like, um, Kevin and Derek are the exact same person. They both exploit the insecurities of black women, just on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, and say Kevin holds women accountable at the expense of often putting them down. And Derek holds men accountable by doing the exact same, right? So women, most women don't like because because it's the putting down. Derek as well is the putting down, right? And then someone will say, even though there is some truth to both of their messaging, both approaches are unhelpful and damaging in their own ways. However, part of the reason some men like Kevin is because they know they know there are folks like Derek out there feeding women falsehoods and unrealistic expectations of men and relationships, which ultimately has kept much of the audience single, waiting for the perfect, flawless, high-earning man who does no wrong to come and scoop them, knowing that is never going to happen. And then says Kevin brings them back down to reality, but admittedly mm. too harshly. Um, and then the ones and say the fact that so many women loved Derek's messaging but hate Kevin's is exactly why Derek was able to get away with his scam for so long. They were mm. happy to have their ears tickled, even if it yields them no results. The hope he was selling was enough for them. Kevin does not care to tickle anyone's ears. I've heard him call a woman average at best, and I've heard him tell a man he has no business trying to chase a 10 out of 10 woman because um, he's broke, whatever, whatever. Mm. So, so it's really about, so it's this whole people wanted, people want to hear what they want to hear in, mm. in, in a way. And for me, it's also kind of like, are we too blame for listening to these people right like for 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 buying into it because Mm -hmm. if you take what derek is saying in isolation right i think again i've never really listened to his stuff you know but it's probably basic things you know have standards if a man cheats on you he's cheated on you before um, you know and all that stuff but we know that what life is gray it is not black and white it is very nuanced and we've always said this before you can never be absolute in your statement I, I totally it's not absolute and you know what that absolute talking comes with the naivety of being young mm. 
I, and lack of, and I think also lack of experience because you cannot know somebody's full experience. You can never know that, you know, you can, and just like we say, you know, or some men do this, we generalize and say men do this, but the honest truth is not all men do that. Same with women. And you can never know someone's full experience. You can never know. I can't stand up and speak for every black woman. I don't know every black woman's experiences. I don't know. I can't stand up and speak for every you know, even as a profession, I can't speak for every nurse. I don't know every nurse, nurse's experience. I can't speak for every mother's experience, but you know, I can share my views and my opinions. And I think this is where we go wrong. But I think also what people, when people are, there's, there's an element that people just want to kind of better, you know, you want to better your relationships. And which is why, um, some people end up listening to the likes of um Derek Jackson who you look at him you know he's saying the right words he is speaking eloquently he looks good you know he's not an ugly man you know so he is basing his his um his values and the words that he gives as wisdom, he's basing that on scripture. And I think automatically that draws a lot of people in. How can you not trust him? You know, he's married, he's got kids, he's a family man. How can you not trust that? But my issue is when, and I, I, I again, I will not, I am one who loves, like I love self-help books. I love self-help books. But then I realized that, you know what, as time progresses, you know, there's only so much listening and taking in that you you can you can do you now need to go out and experience it and you might find better ways or you might find ways in which you deal with things that are better for you what we what i feel that society what's happening in society is that we want to do better and i think we want to have to be better mothers we want to be better um you know better partners and we want to be better people in general so you then attach yourself to these people who come out and say things that are very absolute and you know building hope in people and it's not i don't know i don't know i don't think it's necessarily the right way because at the end of the day these people are just people you know and what you see of them is literally two minutes, 10 minutes of their daily lives. You don't see the full picture, you know, even people who portray to have very happy, thriving relationships, you find that there's issues. And I think that I have grown to appreciate um, and acknowledge as I have grown older. You know, I've literally moved from the sort of person who was, um, and I always say this, that I, me reading a lot of books when I was younger, reading, read all those, from the time I started reading or Cinderella till the time I read or Nancy Drew or whatever it was, like that, that had an impact on the way that I think, you know, and then, you know, you take those thoughts, you take those happily ever afters and you, you want to put those into relationships. But what they don't tell you is that what happens after the happily ever after. And I think that is what's the most important thing, you know? So what Derek Jackson is saying to you about knowing your worth and, and et cetera, et cetera, you know, it's okay, but what is he, how is he treating his wife? We don't know that. We don't know how he's treating his wife. We don't know if 
his wife is somebody who knows her worth you know what is he what words does he say to her for her to know her worth you know does he affirm her we don't know these things and what i have also experienced and unfortunately it's not the best thing is that you you get to know through your friends through family that people struggle in relationships they're just abused emotionally verbally do you know there's all these other bits but they'll come out you know you they'll post a picture smiling and happy families but there is so much more that's going on and i think that is what you need to take with each person with each book that you read you need to appreciate that the person who's reading who's writing that book is just a person they also have gone through shit they are going through shit they're struggling in some way or the other they're just a human being mm and i think for me the thing is it's like I mean, there's nothing wrong with being inspirational and all that stuff. But then as someone who was not familiar with him, my issue and what sort of like has just made me be like, big red flag is how he has um, presented his wife and treated his wife. So I know like we talked about the wife, but the fact is, right, my understanding is this guy has been doing videos and all that stuff, but hardly ever talking about his wife or his family life, which is fine because a lot of people, you know, protect their private life, right? But the minute you have been out here spreading it wide, laying it low, you're bringing your wife uh, to do the video. No. So for me, I'm like, you know what? As a man, as a husband, as he says, he follows godly principles. If he does, you know that your job as, as the man is to pastor your family, is to protect your family. So the, that woman should have not been on camera. So you know you know well that he's the one who definitely was like, you know what, let's have a united front. I think probably coerced her in some way. Like he should have taken it like a man and just come out on his own and not let his wife to be on camera. Again, about her looks, listen, that she's a beautiful woman. And I, I think we shouldn't even go down like th that road because I can imagine like just the, the lack of energy that you'd have kind of dealing with that, right? And then, then we had the video where she posted and, and all that stuff. Listen, I get it, right? I, I am very familiar with church culture. I say it's church culture because I don't, God's word is not cruel. God, God's word doesn't necessarily want you to just bear everything and whatever. And definitely if there were wise people, like you definitely don't need to come out and be defending your man he did this on his own right yes you can believe that uh you know i am going to fight the best way i know how which is you know through spiritual warfare and whatever do it in private but there is no absolutely no need to be coming out in public and literally like going to bed for this man absolutely not and for me I blame Derek because he's not protecting his wife. A protected woman wouldn't. But he, he stopped protecting her the moment he started. He's, he's, he was sleeping with women. Yeah. Unprotected. Somebody's pregnant. There's a woman who's pregnant. You know, yeah. stop protecting her that from that very moment. 
of course but but he did further damage by even like bringing it shows that he's self-serving it comes back to his age yeah he's such a narcissistic man and that whole like uh speaking in the third person like that was so strange yeah and and do you see the reaction video where he 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 was kind of like that man is not right in the head i'm sorry like there's something that has gone a switch that has you know misfired or something something's gone wrong yeah instead so i think he just made the whole situation worse like he literally could have come out and be like you know what my bad i'm so sorry and but and again the reason why this has had like attention is because men are like gotcha because you have been what he has been saying at the expense of putting down men and there was another guy like i read a comment there's another guy that derek had actually called out and he a pastor and this had a a an emotional relationship with somebody um and derek called him out on that blah blah yeah it was a whole thing and we're like man you're doing you're doing the exact same thing plus you know plus more um but yeah i i and i and i agree with you in that you know it doesn't matter what his wife looked like because even if she had come on and you know put on the uh, the you know face on and everything there have been somebody out there who still have had something to say about the way she looks and i feel like that is where we just as society go wrong it's like you know let's focus on this cheating man let's focus on the like let's ask him what he when uh when you were going like what is it that you were what was it that you were lacking what was it not only that you're lacking because he, he should you he, he can't have been lacking anything what were you looking for what is it you know let's try and fix figure it out but instead of trying to find out why men cheat we are focusing on the poor woman who has now had to come out wearing saying her, her, her bonnet is the helmet of salvation her sandals on the feet in Chinese. you know she's not having to come in to explain her stuff and there is no need for that no need men will cheat some men will cheat beg your pardon there is you know that the men don't cheat the men don't cheat Exactly. You know, yeah. Listen, there is a no need to try and figure like there is no need to try and figure out why any man does anything. <laughs> Save yourselves, my access does. Like you literally like d- like just go to sleep. It's fine. Like don't try and figure it out. You're such a strange species, like men, like you know, not all of them. Some of them like but it just amazes me that you know a man will do what a man wants to do. A man you can be with somebody for five years, ten years, twenty years, and f- he will never buy you even a single flower, you know? But then he leaves you two days later he's with someone and that person is getting a bouquet like it's just so straight like i just don't understand it like i really really don't but i don't think we ever will i think these are questions that even uh the previous generation were like hey i'm a daughter not not all of them some of them and here we are we're still saying the same thing and i think our children's children would be wondering hey that's guys if i get the opportunity to come back in life me i'll be a man i would love to come back as a man man no but 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 the thing is here's the thing it's it's um 
you know, again, we know that people are going to do what they're going to do. Um, but again, I think every time people try and have an honest conversation about the fact that for some people, monogamy is just not going to be natural to them, right? We try and have that conversation, people get in their feelings and it stops and then it continues and continues, right? And it, it, it's, it, I mean, listen, it, <laughs> the, the evidence is there. And actually, I forget the episode where yeah. Uncle Big was there. I think he gave the, he's, it's, it's also a maturity thing. People mature at different stages, right? And actually, um, you know, that's why some, that's why maybe like, I'm like, Derek is a, like, he, he's, like you said, he's 31. That is actually quite young, right? For him to actually be giving life advice. Because, and which is why I was, I was on the episode, the episode I had with said when I talk about his best friend, I was like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 26. I was like, okay, okay. I understand, yeah. Yeah, like, come back when you guys are 46. Yeah, when you're older. Because you never, and, and and that's the thing. Like sometimes it's 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 it is an age thing, and that's why Uncle was saying like, you know. I remember one time I was like, you guys need to be like, if you're in your thirties, like if a guy is in their forties, like forget guys in your thirties because male energy, too much energy. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I can attest to that as well. Like you know, and I'm one who was like always been like, oh. And thinking to my 30s, you know, in 30s. And I think it's a way of kind of holding on to your 30s if they are, you'll understand this as they're slipping away. You know, I'm heading to my late 30s. And oh, anyway, story for another day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, and we have talked about this as well in our, in our, our 100% support polygamy um, episode where, you know, some, you're right, some, for some men, it's not going to be the thing. With them, it's not going to be staying with one woman. It's not going to be just having one. Per- It'll be like having separate one, two, three. You know, and men put us in political. Some men put us in polygamous relationships. Sing our quest. And 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 that's a, the thing is. Listen, I think the issue is you should never manipulate anyone's reality, right? Mm. So. And and I always t- say this to guys. I was like, you will be surprised what a woman who really loves you will accept if you're honest. It doesn't make it right. But but and I've had these conversations with guys, right? Because when you manipulate someone's reality, right? Because someone may be thinking, oh, you know, happily ever after. But actually, maybe... The guy's kind of like, no, nah, you know, I just want to have fun or whatever, right? Then let the woman decide, you know, does she want to stick around or or not? And then if she wants to stick around, at least she can manage in her mind, like she can be clearer, okay, this is what's going on. But the time you manipulate someone's reality, that is wrong, you know? Yeah, I agree, I agree. That is so so wrong, and yeah. So I think that the issue with the the Derek Jackson thing was just more like the hypocrisy, and 
it's just I, it's just the whole like being absolute about something i think the absolute opposite yeah yeah it's so so wrong but yeah i think maybe in future what they need to start doing is putting a little cheating syllabus in or a cheating handbook or something you know we should we should talk about it more openly so that you know it doesn't come as yeah i think we we need to like acknowledge it because at the end of the day it's it's a pandemic it's literally it's 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 everywhere you know i think the only place that that they hasn't been cheating is was in the bible that's the only place cheating uh-huh. in the bible because david david uh was of course his wife that's true okay so there you go so it started from ages ago and it's just getting worse i don't know then i don't know i don't have you ever been cheated on natasha of course i have you want to share a little bit before we, before we round off spectacularly <laughs> spectacularly <laughs> what happened you spectacularly but anyway <laughs> you going to tell us ah no 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 i think the people listen to this podcast oh mm. but, but but you know i think <laughs> i think it's also about um each individual being clear about what it is that they are looking for in partnerships and in relationships right because i will be honest with you like it's only recently that i because i came from that background where boy meets girl you know maybe they ask you out whatever but then you're now girlfriend and boyfriend you don't even have the conversation about our exclusive i mean of course we are like you know what i mean and and you have a whole like this is what we're going to do we're going to be together then we're going to settle down we're going to get married we're going to have kids. like of course right so and a lot of us i think we just genuinely come from that and then but sometimes it's you know unfortunate i don't know what's happening in this day and age you just maybe need to be clear like what is it that we're doing and i think each individual also has to be clear about what is it that you you as an individual are looking for in a partnership and then you also make sure you get what it is that you are after are you after financial security right you need to be clear this is what i am after this is what i'm after financial security uh maybe i want to have kids who are intelligent and this man is intelligent you know the the the, the dna pool would be that even this guy oh, what's his name ocho cinco what's his name this is um he's a basketball player i think or nfl no nfl he was saying so he's got like many kids right um with 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 different women but he was saying that one of the things is he actually asked the women like if they play sports or if they were athletes because he was like he wants his kids to be sports people mm. and, and 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 then actually like most of his kids are now like playing junior football and all that stuff because he he asked that so i'm just saying we have so so that if maybe i don't know something goes wrong you got what you wanted maybe you have those those kids who are brainy you know you have those kids who are sporty you have financial security you know you had this but it's because we just give 
ourselves and it's natural to just give yourself uh, without defining what it is you want to take out of it should kind of be transactional in a way i think no i i agree and i don't know i was trying to think whether it is because of previous experiences where that have given me the voice or given women or men or whatever it is the voice to kind of say you know what this is what i want um because you don't want to have your time wasted you know you don't want to be with somebody whose goals don't align with yours so i think now it's just a lot easier to kind of like oh you know what this is where i'm at this is what i want um and really be specific and you know then you come down to compromising but you can be like you know what on these particular values i refuse to compromise and this is you know because this is what i want you know but yeah and and this it's not a science you can never get it down life is there's always an element of risk you know what i mean like it's 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 there's always but as long as you sort of just just know that um and 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 yes there's an element of risk but there's things that you can say these are my core values and i am not moving from that you know i'm not saying have a thousand and one core values but you know there must be something that you can be like you know this is one thing i'm not willing to compromise on you know it might be religion it might be somebody who has a job you know it might be that you particularly just want a woman or you want a man or whatever it is but there must be one thing that you can be like you know what no um if you don't want kids in the future there's no point in us starting something you know if you because if you compromise on that you would literally come back to that in a few years and it's going to come back to haunt you and some like oh you know what? but i told you i told you that this is not what i wanted so yes risk but also just being very firm with um just a few core values that you're like you know what this is what i this these things i will not compromise on yeah yeah no definitely 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 but listen relationships can be beautiful and um the, it's just the, this Derek jackson situation was just interesting but but yeah, yeah i think um yeah L- love yeah. lives here love lives here indeed so yeah anyway all good signing mm-hmm. out yes wrap it up wrap it up um where can people find you on on instagram at gallon skies your personal instagram account skies <laughs> guys follow us on um all on social media so instagram we are at gallon skies but uh gallon skies facebook gallon skies podcast and youtube gallon skies and we're also on patreon guys so sign up to us and get exclusive ghosty yes yes and shout out to our patreon guys you keep you are helping us to power this thing on um and if you're not too sure about patreon about the monthly commitment um yeah you can buy us coffee um just go and buy me a coffee you can just buy us coffee um but yeah if you like to join patreon it just means that you get an additional episode per month uh and early access to um visuals um and then also we've got a members only instagram page we're gonna have some fun on there some ig live cannot wait Mm -hmm. 
Awesome. And where can people find you on Twitter? Only NC. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And if you've been listening to this podcast, I am Natasha. <laughs> I sometimes go by that. We realized we didn't even introduce ourselves. I know. <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine, guys. Um, yeah. Take care. I'm trying to, I was trying to think what we should say if you got to the end of the pod. What should people say? <laughs> um, hashtag helmet of salvation. <laughs> we should, that should be the name of the pod. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. <laughs> Helmet of salvation. salvation. That, uh, there's someone on, uh, I've gone with it, or social media, where they're putting the, the key things that have happened in like the few the past few months. Like in January, it was this, the capital, the US invasion of those terrorists. Yeah. February, I think it was, I forgot what it was, was it Gorilla Girl? Gorilla Girl, Gorilla Glue, whatever. Gorilla. Yeah sorry gorilla girl gorilla glue girl um and then march March March? Derek jackson and also megan and harry megan and harry yeah so there we go we've got a couple for for this looking forward to the rest of the year it's gonna Uh, be a good one it's gonna be a real good year listen i'm just waiting for them to open these borders But the thing is, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the red list. You know, like Zim and SA are still on the yeah. red list. So. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. All right, then. Golly. Lovely as always. See you guys. Yeah, boy.